0: Welcome to episode 363 of Hit the Mic With Thee, Stacey Harris. It's that time of year again. We're it mid to late August. And uh, here's the deal, guys. launch season. It's right around the corner. Uh Once September hits, that like back-to-school vibe, a lot, a lot, a lot of people go into launch mode. And maybe, just maybe, there's something that you would like to launch this fall. Uh, And if there is, this episode is a good one to listen to. Because we're going to talk about some of the ways you can start using social now to prep for that launch. And some of the ways that you can support your launch through your social media efforts, both paid and organic. Cool. Cool. So let's first start talking about why is this important to think about now? Oftentimes when you're thinking about a launch or when you're planning a launch, you get so caught up in the production of sales pages and an email copy and maybe the actual creation of whatever it is you're launching, the program, the video series, whatever. And sometimes we forget to think about the social media. In many cases, we'll think about, oh, well, we're going to create this ad campaign, or I hired this person to to do this ad campaign. But there's a lot of organic stuff that we can be doing during pre-launch to get the benefits going before the launch is ready, and that can be everything from reengaging your audience on social, just just putting out really uh, engagement-focused content, running ads that it's purely about getting comments and shares versus getting clicks to a website, uh, to putting out more of your content that is related to what it is you're going to be launching so that you can pixel those people and retarget them with ads. Now, if you don't know what any of the words I just said meant, you need to be joining us inside of Hit The Mic Backstage. But basically what it does is when somebody visits your website, if you have the Facebook pixel installed, you can then retarget them with ads by creating an audience based on traffic from that pixel. Uh, And again, if those words do not make sense, you need to be in backstage because that's the kind of stuff we talk about. Um, But... It doesn't even need to be that you're running Facebook ads to this content. Now, pre launch, I do like to run Facebook ads to focused content for the sake of pixeling those people and retargeting them with uh, launch sequence stuff. Meaning, you know, let's say I'm doing a launch and I've got this group program, and I have, you know, the focus of the group program is really, you know, rocking out Q4 this year. Uh, so it's all about accountability and business strategy and marketing strategy, and it's going to be just the most epic program ever. I'm totally making this up, by the way. This is not something I'm offering. I'm sure someone offers a really great one. I do not. <laughs> and with that said, I can start creating content that speaks to that in, let's say, August from before my September launch, and then run ads to a cold audience to that content, meaning I'm not running an opt-in to them. I'm not running, you know, sign up and you'll get this blog post or podcast or video or whatever it is. It's purely a link to the podcast episode or the blog post or, again, whatever it is. From there, I can pixel them again. If you don't know what that is, backstage, Um, we can pixel them. And then when we are ready to start running uh, maybe ads for a webinar or for a video series or depending on whatever your, your actual launch content is, we have an audience primed and ready for that kind of content. So we're making our ask a little bit later. So now... Before the launch is this time to start thinking about using social to, to sell, <laughs> to, to you know, build your customer base. Especially for those of you who are going, I really want to launch something, but I don't have a very big following and I don't have a very big email list. So how can I really hit some, some really great numbers financially if I don't have very many people yet? A big part of that is going to be engaging new people. And the earlier you can start building trust with them, the more likely it is that you're going to be able to get them to say yes on a, on, a, on a program opportunity or a coaching opportunity or whatever it is that you're launching. So again, think about ways you can start providing value, building trust, and connecting with your audience, new and old, before your official pre-launch content even goes out. All right, second thing I want to talk about, don't forget that you don't have to do this alone. When you are in a launch space, there is a lot of stuff that needs your attention. There is a lot of stuff you're doing. So now might be a really good time to get someone to help you with your social media. It doesn't have to be that you hire somebody who does this for you all the time. Maybe it's just somebody who helps you manage your social media through your launch period. That's okay. You can hire people on whatever terms you need. If you want to take that a step further, you might see, and I say might because there's a ton of variables here, you might see more success with your Facebook ads if you hire somebody who does Facebook ads. You know, one of the big differences we've seen with clients is when they hired somebody, whether it was us or we worked with another team or, or, you know, just depending on the kind of client it was, hire somebody who... That was their bread and butter, is Facebook ads geared toward selling XYZ, a program, a product. Um, one team we worked with when I was when I was partnered with a startup, they wanted to do a Kickstarter for a product. And we partnered with a Facebook ad company that that is all they did, is they ran Facebook ads for Kickstarter uh, kind of campaigns, that that sort of um, funding kind of setup. That was all they did and that was money well spent because that's all they did they knew it inside and out they had the depth of knowledge to really maximize the results that the client was seeing because that's where they live and so bringing somebody in who again that's where they live maybe you have your va who's already doing your social media and if that's the case fantastic wonderful great. It might still be worth investing in somebody who can run your Facebook ad campaign for you, who can launch your Facebook ad campaign. It might be worth hiring your copywriter that did your sales page to write you a certain amount of ad copy or a certain amount of organic post um, social media content that complements and really speaks to your sales copy. So think about ways you can tap and use your team Uh, to support you through this because launches are stressful launches are crazy it's it's the nature of the beast it can get easier though if we ask for help if we allow for help and if we spend our time doing what we do best and not trying to do all of the things and I say that as someone who has made that mistake repeatedly (laughs) who continues from time to time to get sucked into that trap um I'm getting better about it, for sure. But just, I mean, full transparency, we all fall victim to it at least once. And I'm guessing that most people do it a lot more than one time. But remember, asking for help, building your support team, this is a good time to do that. And again, the people you hire during a launch don't have to become people that are permanent. Don't have to be people who you work with all the time. They can they can purely be working with you for a launch. A great example of that is another client we had... A, Several years ago now, she hired um, an extended VA staff, virtual assistant staff, to help with customer service during launch periods because inevitably there would be tech snafus or refunds to handle or things like that. This allowed her to deal with all of those things and stay at the same level of customer service that she wanted to be providing so for the i think i think it ended up being like the eight weeks of the launch and the program she kept these extended staff on it was just it was temporary it's kind of like you know um the holidays I mean, people expanding you know physical stores expanding their staff um you know <laughs> i think we probably see that in the biggest way with like ups and fedex and the postal they have they have seasonal employees you can have seasonal launch time employees The final thing I want to talk about is don't think of these pieces of your marketing, of your program development, of your program delivery as separate pieces. Because really, all of these pieces need to be working together, especially on the marketing side of things. You know, I mentioned earlier hiring your copywriter to build you some social content, maybe hiring them to help you write some email copy. All of these things need to complement each other. Our sales page, our emails, our social content, our blog content, our podcast interviews. All of these things need to be interwoven for the magic to happen. For us to continue building trust with potentially a very large amount of new audience. I mean, ideally, when we talk about having big launches and having big success, a lot of that doesn't come from suddenly my audience just all decides to buy something at the same time. No, a lot of that comes from audience growth. And for me, that's always one of the big benefits of doing a launch is my audience grows, my email list grows. Even if they don't buy that time, they'll buy the next time. or They'll buy uh, a downsell opportunity that I have on the back end or whatever that thing is. But that happens because there's audience growth there. That means it's even more important that we have a consistency across these different pieces of our marketing channels, across the the different pieces of the actual program delivery and and coaching experience, because we wanna maintain that trust. We wanna maintain the expectation of the experience they're having. So don't think about these things as wholly independent things. Think about them in parallel. Think about them that they all kind of need to fit together. They all kind of need to work together to complete the puzzle that is your launch. All right? That's all I've got for you today. If you have any questions, anytime, be sure to head over to the Facebook page. Um, or even better, join us inside of backstage.com. Uh, as of recording this, we do have a couple of spots left inside of the new VIP upgrade for Backstage. Um, that I talked about last week. If you are interested in that, head over to hitthemikebackstage.com. All the way down at the bottom, you'll see the three ways you can join, monthly, annually, or at the VIP level. The VIP level does include, once again, one-on-one calls with me each and every month and a private area in the VIP lounge, which is our private community. It's awesome. I'm loving it. I'm having a really good time with it. Uh, So if you are interested in that, check that out. If there are not spots available at the time you're listening to this, uh, get on the wait list. There'll be a list, a link there um, to a wait list if there is not a purchase opportunity there. All right. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good week.